The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Horror movies are always scary and intended to terrify us to our core. Though, when we discover the movie is a true story, or inspired by true events, it becomes ten times more terrifying. This is Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, joined by my co-host and producer, Eddie V. Hello and welcome to episode 45. Roland Doe, also known as Robbie Mannheim, was born circa 1935. He was an only child and spent most of the days with adults. In particular, he spent long hours with his Aunt Harriet. Harriet was a spiritualist and had introduced Robbie to the Ouija board as a very young boy. When Harriet passed away in January of 1949, due to natural causes, grief led Robbie to contact his beloved aunt via a Ouija board. Most neighbors and family and friends would describe Robbie as quiet, studious, and a bit unpopular. Though Robbie was slightly withdrawn, the family was overall a seemingly normal part of working class America. Though the death of Harriet affected Robbie deeply, furthering his withdrawn behavior. This is when the family began experiencing strange occurrences within their home. The family would hear dripping sounds throughout the house and scratching coming from within the walls. The plumbing was inspected, and later they went as far as to tear out some walls to investigate whether this was a rodent problem. Though this problem, noises, sounds, it grew worse. And eventually the furniture began sliding across the rooms and pictures fell off the walls. At one point, it was reported that the family believed they had a full-on poltergeist in their home. During this time, Robbie began waking with scratches and mysterious welts on his body. One particular night, his mother heard a noise coming from his bedroom. 
When she investigated, she found the bed shaking violently with Robbie still on it. While there were occurrences happening all throughout the home, the violent activity seemed to be more focused on Robbie. It is reported that the activity even followed him to school, causing desks to fly across the room. The normally withdrawn and quiet young boy became violent, aggressive, and often would spew obscenities that sounded like they came from another voice. Occasionally, Robbie would speak in Latin, though he was never fluent in the language. Knowing there was something incredibly wrong, Robbie's parents turned to the church for help. Reverend Luther Miles Schultz visited the home and witnessed Robbie's bed shaking and furniture sliding around which led them to believe that an evil presence was in the home. Reverend Schultz performed a Lutheran exorcism, but it seemed to have little to no effect on the evil presence. Reverend Schultz contacted Edward Hughes, a Roman Catholic priest, in hopes he could help rid the evil from the home and from Robbie. Hughes visited Robbie and described the boy as having an empty gaze. And when he placed a Bible in front of Robbie, Hughes's chair began to shake and levitate. Hughes was convinced that Robbie was possessed and began asking Robbie who he was in Latin. was not a surprise that Robbie answered in Latin. Although Robbie was not skilled in this language, more shocking than that was the fact that he stated, I am legions. This made Hughes believe there were more than one entity possessing the young boy. It was obvious an exorcism must take place. Robbie was moved to Georgetown University Hospital, a Jesuit hospital, so the Jesuit brothers could monitor the boy during the exorcism. Upon arriving at the hospital, Robbie became violent, kicking, spitting, screaming. He required restraints. 
Father Edward Hughes recited exorcism rites for three nights, only inciting more violence from the boy. On the last night, the boy slipped one wrist out of the restraints, ripped a bed spring from his bed, and slashed Father Hughes from his elbow down to his wrist. The injury ended this exorcism and Robbie went home. His very concerned parents continued to seek assistance from the other priests. Robbie's family visited friends in St. Louis and spoke to Raymond Bishop, a priest and professor at St. Louis University. He recommended priest William S. Bowden Father Bowden was a well-respected senior priest at the St. Louis Diocese. When Father Bowden visited Robbie at his family's home, he was welcomed with obscenities from the boy in a voice that wasn't his own. After the previous attempts at an exorcism, Father Bowden proceeded with caution and brought two other priests. Walter Halloran and Reverend William Van Roo to assist him. This time the trio moved the boy to the Alexian Brothers Hospital, another Jesuit institution. But this time, the exorcism was conducted in the psych ward. The location was soundproof with no objects or furniture to be thrown. The exorcism continued on for six weeks and failed 30 times. Father Hughes made one last attempt by baptizing the boy and forcing him to take the Holy Communion. But the demons forced the wafer out of Robbie's mouth and hurled it across the room, right at the priest, shattering his nose. The priests finally restrained the boy and forced the wafer down his throat. Several days, nothing changed. But one day, Robbie sat up and said in a clear voice, Satan, I am Saint Michael. I command you, Satan, and the other evil spirits to leave the body now. From that day forward, Robbie slowly resumed a normal life and began going to mass and to school. There were 40 witnesses to this exorcism, but all have worked hard to protect the identity of this young boy and his family. He is only known as Roland Doe or Robbie Mannheim. 
According to reports, Robbie and his family moved back to their home and lived a happy and healthy life. Robbie went on to get married and have a full, healthy and happy life. Though, he has no memories of this possession. This would be the inspiration for the 1973 film, The Exorcist, starring Linda Blair as the possessed child. Yes, it was. Before I learned that little factoid, I thought to myself, that sounds exactly like The Exorcist. So I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I wondered about that one too. (laughs) Very strange. One of the most incredible things about this story was that the host broke this priest's nose. Was it stale? Sounds like it got pretty hard. (laughs) If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com. With a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. Support for this podcast comes from Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.